Hi, and welcome to the Stripology Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy, experienced dancer, mindset and strategy coach, and founder of the Industry Academy. This industry completely transformed my life, and I've coached hundreds of women to do the same. Through my signature framework of sales, mindset, and confidence, I help dancers of all experience levels who are inspired to master their craft and maximize their income. In this podcast, I will share with you my personal journey and the skills I learned that helped me to lift my financial ceiling, cultivate confidence, and quadruple my income on a consistent basis. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get into it. If I asked you to dance. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Um, today, I really want to share a topic that I know comes up all the time, and um, unfortunately, it does. It would be nice if it didn't. But this topic is what to do when we have a really quiet start to the night, or it could be the entire night um, if things are really bad. So, yeah, what can we do with a quiet start tonight? Because actually, even though it seems like there's not a lot going on, there's actually a lot that we can do to help set ourselves up for the night. And I've put it into a five-step process. So we're in the club, we're looking around and there's not a lot going on. Let's just pretend that there's some customers out there on the floor and there's still potential basically when there are customers in the club, even if it's, you know, pretty dead. So we can set the intention that we are going to... um, approach these customers. Now, we might not be going straight in for the sell, but of course, it's important to at least bring it up and for a number of reasons. So I'll get into that. So basically, we need to still approach these customers, even if, you know, they don't seem ready. We can't write them off that they're not ready yet. We can still, you know, do our best to get the wheels in motion. And not only that, It's also getting our wheels in motion. So we're feeling, you know, motivated and we're not getting stagnant, standing around and sort of getting in our own heads, telling ourselves that it's going to be a shit night and nothing's going on. So we want to get the ball rolling and we want to start building rapport with the customers. So it's important to approach the customers and have the intention that you really want to find out about them and about their night. So what they're wanting, the theme of their night, who they are, because the more complete the picture is that we paint of our customers, the more that we have to work with because people ultimately sell themselves. So we want to, um, you know, approach our customers. I have a lot of content around creating a winning first impression because that's really important. Um, And if you do want to catch my free training on that, then head to my Instagram and it's on my link tree under um, Facebook community. There's a lot of free resources there. So you can check that out. But basically, we want to approach our customers and just ask really open-ended questions that are going to get them talking and start building that connection with them and finding out information around what they're wanting, what their night looks like, you know, maybe, yeah, the theme of their night, what, what they're doing in there, you know, we all the information that we do have, you know, with them being in the club is that they've come into the club, they've paid the cover fee, they have wanted to be in a strip club. So that in itself is actually a really important piece of information and something that we need to be aware of. 
um, rather than getting in our heads and going, no one, you know, wants to dance. Look, they've come in there. There's there's some sort of reason why they're in there. And it's our duty to find that out. So we really want to build this rapport with our customers. And that serves a really great purpose for um, not only if we do go to make a sale, but also returning later because people are more comfortable with people that they're familiar with. So they also, there's studies that have shown we also find people more attractive that are familiar to us as well. So there's a lot of great reasons why it's important to go over to our customers and start building that connection. So, yeah, that can also set us up for an easier sale later on because we already know a little bit about them. We already have that connection there. So it's a really easy way to then step in and check in on them again. Um, so that's number one, just setting the intention that you are going to approach the customers, get the ball rolling and start building that rapport, start painting that picture, start finding out information for yourself. You can also, so step number two is that I really want to cover. We also want to reduce buyer's resistance. So there's a thing called buyer's resistance where only one in 10, 10% of people impulse buy. That means that they're going to be ready to buy pretty much straight away. That's a really small percentage. And we actually need to warm our customers into wanting to buy from us. And so we do that by, yes, building connection, but also delivering them suggestions around, you know, why it might be a good idea for them to get entertainment from us um, based on the information that we find out about them. So we can just, I've, I find it really useful to slip in a quick sale um, quite early into the piece. Just that establishes the um, idea to the customers that, look, we do value our time. We are there to entertain them and sell dancers. Um, but it's okay if they say no. And I always encourage to, you know, persist even if we get a first no. So it's great to set our winning introduction, find out a little bit about our customers, and then just have a little punt and put it out there that they might be wanting a dance and that you are an amazing entertainer and that you're really ready to, you know, provide that experience for them. So that is starting to also put the idea out there that, okay, there might be a sale in this in this interaction, you know, that that's a possibility that they might be wanting some entertainment off you. That starts to open their mind up that, okay, you know, maybe that's going to be happening and that starts to just wear down that any resistance that they might have to that, um, you know, that um, being brought up. So, you know, on average, people take five suggestions before they are actually ready to part with their money and decide to buy. So that's actually a lot of suggestions. And a lot of people aren't really aware of that. Sometimes we feel like we do our thing and we get into a conversation and when we offer to entertain them and give them a dance, and then they might say that they're not ready yet. And we might take that as a certain no and leave. But actually, it's really important then to just persist. And there's a lot of ways that we can do that really seamlessly and really, you know, in an undetected way that keeps our customers feeling comfortable and ourselves feeling comfortable as well. So at least slip in, you know, early on in the piece that, you know, that's available, that they can have an amazing time with you. And then if they're not ready, cool, that's fine. Just move on with the conversation, change the subject. And it's your um, invitation to find out more information. So that's something that I'm really, really big on is, you know, just knowing that no's are just information for you that you need to find out a little bit more about them and what they're wanting. 
So definitely with that in mind, it's okay, you know, early in the night when there's not a lot going on that you are building these connections and just reducing buyer's resistance, even if your conversation doesn't convert into a dance in that moment, that's okay. But you have set the tone and you have got the wheels in motion and, you know, it helps us to, um, you know, be mindful of our time and also remind them, you know, that we respect our own time and that they can also respect our time as well. So that's um, number two, reducing buyer's resistance. That's an important thing to be aware of, you know, even when we don't sell a dance, that it was still purposeful and it was still a really useful conversation, even if we didn't make a sale in that moment. Um, So number three is... We really want to keep rapport. So the last thing we want to do is break rapport. And that can happen when we don't handle a no well or we, you know, exit in a way that is um, we're not leaving the door open for ourselves. We might, you know, I've even heard instances where people might get rude and be like, oh, well, why are you even in here if you're not getting dances, for example? That's absolutely not what we want to do. We want to always keep rapport. So we want to, you know, like I was just saying, we want to build that rapport. We want to paint the picture for ourselves. We want to start reducing buyer's resistance. But at the same time, we also want to monitor their certainty. We don't want their resistance to be raised up we want it to be reduced. So we can gauge that with their level of certainty. So if it's still a bit, oh, I'm not ready or, you know, I just want to watch a show, you can most certainly um, change the subject, build a bit more rapport and perhaps even try again. Um, but either way, if it doesn't convert to a dance, and it can, a lot of people do buy at the start of the night. Like sometimes we can tell ourselves they're just not ready yet. And that's simply not true. A lot of people do buy at the start of the night. And the only way to find out is to give it a go. So if there's certainty, back to this, if we're monitoring their certainty and they're like, you know, I really just want to, um, you know, enjoy the show, blah, blah, blah. And it's early in the night. The, the best option there is to really keep the rapport and make sure that our customers feel heard and that we're really listening to what they're saying. So we can do that by repeating, <clears throat> excuse me, repeating back to them um, their reason why they're not quite ready yet. So you know what? Um, this show is amazing and I hope you enjoy it. Enjoy your drink. It's been really nice to meet you. I'm going to go and do my thing and I'll come back and check in on how you're going later on. So it's just letting them know, look, I heard what you said. I'm not being pushy here. I'm completely open to you, you know, doing your thing and enjoying your night. As long as our intention is based on the fact that we just really want to provide them with the best experience possible. It's always got to be customer focused. We're not going to break rapport. So yeah, that is really well demonstrated by just sort of repeating back to them what they've said, you know, oh, I understand, you know, you're really wanting to wait for your friends to arrive. That's cool. Um, Yeah, hopefully they get here soon. I'll go do my thing and I'll see you a bit later on. Lovely to meet you. Again, a nice little exit that keeps rapport. It keeps the door open and you can always return. Um, So we always want to exit with grace from every interaction so we can, you know, return because that is number four, which is always make sure to return to customers. Um, A lot of the time, you know, we might think, um, I've spoken to that person, they weren't interested and then just wipe them off the table like, 
they're no longer an option to go and talk to again and try again. But that's simply not the case. It is so important to always return to our customers because knowing that we have built that rapport, we have built that connection, we do know information about what their night is and what they're wanting. It's actually, and we've reduced buyer's resistance, it is actually really important to return. So don't wipe the customers off the table if they didn't get a dance from you in your first time that you've spoken to them, especially on a quiet night. There's not a lot of options. We need to be able to return to our customers. We need to be able to try again because the more that we try, the higher our um, chances of selling a dancer increased and it actually increases exponentially. So it's not just, you know, um, one try and then the second try is twice the odds. It's actually increased exponentially. So you have your odds increase every single time you suggest a dance to a customer because that's the way the buyer's resistance works. So we really do need to make sure that we feel comfortable in ourselves to make sure to persist. And again, we can do that by knowing that what we're doing is providing an amazing experience for our customers. And it would be a shame if they left the club without having an amazing experience with us because we know we're going to entertain them. We know we're going to provide them with an amazing experience. And so if we don't give them as many opportunities to take that up as possible, then we're doing them a disservice. So that's a really great way to really feel comfortable in the fact that, you know, returning to our customers, you're selling with your heart, you actually have their best interests at heart. And yeah, it would just be a damn shame for them to miss out having some fun with you. So number five, that's really important as well is, and I mentioned this before, being mindful of time. So we don't want to, it, it can be tempting sometimes on a quiet night to spend a long time with our customers. And yes, we would likely spend a longer amount of time with our customers, um, you know, hustling on a quiet night because there aren't a lot of options and, you know, sometimes people need a bit more warming into the experience because there's not a huge amount of vibe going on in the club yet. Um, but also we need to be mindful of the time because we don't want them to feel like uh, we're not respecting our own time. We don't want them to get the idea that we are okay with not being paid for our time and we don't want to end up in the friendship basket as well. So that's why it's really important to be mindful of the time. And another courtesy that is important with time is knowing the fact that other dancers might want to have a crack, you know. So if you're spending a really long amount of time with customers, there needs to be a bit of rotation, you know. There needs to be that momentum for everyone in the club just to keep things feeling fresh, keep people, just keep it moving and giving others the opportunity as well because sometimes we can be worried that, you know, you spend a certain amount of time with someone and then they go and have a dance with someone else and that means that you didn't do a good job. But my take of that is that it means that you did a really good job because you've just reduced buyer's resistance. You've allowed the customer to customer to feel more comfortable. Maybe you gave up a little early. Maybe you just warmed them up and the timing was, you know, in favor of someone else. We never know why that happens, but sometimes it can be in our favor. And maybe another dancer has done that for us where they've spent an amount of time with the customer. They've opened them up. They've got them feeling, you know, in the mood a bit. And maybe they left a bit early and then we come in at the right time. We never really know, but it's important to just, you know, 
make sure that we're mindful of the time basically because we don't want to send the message that we are okay with not being paid and we don't want to send that message to the customers for you know the other dancers in the club as well because they might start getting that idea and it's just simply not the case we all want to be paid for our time we all want to do a good job we all want to sell those dances and yeah we want to increase our chances as much as possible and we do that by you know approaching everyone as much as possible um, so I hope that has been helpful. Um, I know it will be. And, yeah, jump over to the Facebook group if you want some more free trainings. There's an amazing community in there. So it's on my Facebook page. Uh, sorry, it's on my, yeah, you get there via my Instagram, which is in my link tree under um, Facebook community free resources. I'll see you there and catch you on the next episode.